Hi, I'm Jonathan, and changes are a-coming. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I'm your host, Jonathan Cote, and joining me on the panel tonight are... Roger May. Matt Lubick. Johnny Morales. And if this is your first time listening to us, or you're you're brand new to the show, we've got some changes in store. You guys asked for it. You wanted a longer podcast, so we are giving it to you. We are no longer going to be twice a week. We are going to be once a week, and I think we're aiming for an hour and a half. Yeah, hour and 15, hour 30, somewhere around Between somewhere an there. hour and an hour and a half. So uh, buckle up tight, because we're going to try to get this going. Also, we want to give a shout out to Blaine. He's not going to be on the next, uh, well few months of this podcast because Blaine. he had a, a work obligation he has to be an adult so um until then when his work schedule changes back and he's able to be on the show uh we're going to be rotating in some panelists uh from the shop actually right roger right yeah we've got we've got some great guests lined up for you customers uh that are around here that that know a lot more than me about comics <laughs> <laughs> but uh no some great people great people. I, I look forward to having everybody on the on the podcast i'm really awesome. excited for that so uh, once again, if you guys haven't uh, tuned in before, um, we typically would have two shows, but since we're condensing everything down into one, we are going to have our reviews like we normally do. We're going to have where we talk about uh, three new comics that are out uh, Wednesday, where this is going to be hitting you guys Thursday. Um, so you're going to get a bunch of new reviews from those. And then we're going to be reviewing a graphic novel like we typically do, something that's been out already. Um after that, we're still going to be doing our lightning rounds, but um, instead of you know kind of wrapping it up with a graphic novel review, we're going to be going into news, shout-outs, things that we would normally do for the other podcast. We're, just think of us merging the two together, and that's what you guys are going to be getting Soon today. they won't even notice. I <laughs> know. It's gonna, hopefully, it'll be, it'll be a seamless transition. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, let us know what you guys think of this after we get through all this. Hopefully, this is, this is what you guys, you know, we're going to give you guys what you've been wanting and you enjoy it. Um, so without further ado, let's go into our reviews. Let's start with this week We uh, on the DC side of things. We have Supergirl number one. So let's start there. And that is by Steve Orlando. And is it Brian Ching? Uh, um, I'm not Brian sure. Ching. I believe it's Brian Ching. Yeah. I like this book. It was Brian Ching. Yeah, sweet. Um, I like the art. It was kind of like, I don't want to say kitty style. But a lot less dramatic. It was very youthful. Yeah, that's a good that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's um, that tween. Yeah, yeah that's, that's why it wasn't art. quite like ch- ch- child's book art, but it wasn't like a full like super detailed, you know, super I, depth. It, it's kind of yeah, more cartoony style. Yeah. You you have big eyes and and the colors are very light. You know, yeah. it's kind of like more like a cartoon uh, than some of other uh, books that are yeah. darker. But um, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot for uh, what it was. It's a number one, so it's kind of just set up, yeah. really. But um, it wasn't bad set up. It wasn't great set up. It just kind of it is what it is, and it did it well. I so. I really like this issue. I thought it was strong. Um, it does a good like I said before in the rebirth issue. It does. They've done. Orlando is doing a good job, kind of merging the vibe of the show, which is very lighthearted. In kind of watch the show yet. You sh- it's it's good. Netflix, um, it's man. not. I know it's not for everybody. It's like I said. It's very lighthearted, yeah. okay. and it's got a lot of warm kind of feelings to it. And he's doing a good job, kind of reflecting that in the comic side of things. So, um, yeah, we were kind of talking a little bit earlier, Roger, about kind of the the teen angst side of it, right? You know, and and whatnot, which is there. But I I think they executed pretty well on on everything. 
Yeah, I think they they really do. Um, I you know one of the I, the first book that I read uh, for this week was Spidey uh, number ten um, that we're, we'll be reviewing here shortly, and then I read this book and it was it, it surprised me how similar they were in context. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's kind of a kind of a teen angst, fish out of water vibe going. Don't understand my place in the world. Right. Have something um, to prove. They're definitely, both Both books are, are geared towards younger readers. I think the Spidey book is probably geared towards, you know, the, the 10 and under crowd. And this one is probably the, the 12 to 16, yeah, 10 I'd to 16, 13 something like ish, that. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a good estimate on, yeah. on the, um, the, the dichotomy but, of those two books. Yeah, I, th- I thought... Uh, yeah, the art really worked for me. I think mm-hmm. you know, on the one of the last podcasts uh, talking about it, we were a little bit concerned about it, and it it you know it really works. It works for the tone of the story. Um, it's it's fun, mm-hmm. uh, and the biggest thing for me, you know, I, th- I thought it was constructed well. Um, there's a, a little bit too much teen angst for you know for I'm, older guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dude. I've, I've I had, lump myself in with you on that. I, I'm one not too. that far removed from four teenagers, so Jeez. I was you know. It, but it, it's cool. It was um, good, not great. But the the ending, you know. Yeah, that really yeah. you know they kind of threw a curveball on the last page like yeah. any good comic writer would. And that'll definitely have me coming back uh, for more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead, Johnny. I, I like this uh, issue. Uh, I didn't really like them uh, bringing in a lot of uh, the show stuff because I, I felt uh, knowing some of the Supergirl's old stuff, it was kind of mudding, you know, the, the, the waters. And I. Uh, so I basically separated myself from knowing anything about Supergirl prior and I just read this. That's interesting because I didn't feel that way at all. Really? Like knowing, knowing everything. You know, New Fifty Two Supergirl, mm-hmm. and then a little bit from before that. Like I, I thought they did a good job ad- adjusting and addressing where she is and showing you where yeah. she's going. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, like I said, I didn't like that, but I did like that they were actually doing it pretty well. That uh, that's why I could separate myself from the old stuff and just reading this as a as a single comic, which it, it's really good. Uh, I love the art, and the story is, is pretty good. That You guys are right. That last page is like, yep, I'm going to read the next issue. <laughs> Can I ask you a question real quick, though? I don't. One thing I didn't understand in this book is why or how, I should say, does she go from Kara being blonde hair and everything to, like, nerdy brunette? Like, there's no explanation of that. I didn't quite understand. Dude, it's a wig. Is it? That's, I don't know. That's I don't know. She's, she's all like, I'm Supergirl. The next thing, she's like a nerdy hair I, I, bag. I, I do not you know? typically ask girls questions about, But it confused you know, me. I was like, Maybe that's her? Maybe it's part of her new power set. I don't yeah. know. Because yeah, I, I, like, I they think, kept saying that was you know Kara, what? and I was like, wait, that's Kara? That might have been addressed in the Rebirth issue, if okay. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. When they, they set up her foster parents and all that in the Rebirth okay. issue. Probably where so, I missed it. And, yeah. and her cover. They gave her the cover identity of Kara Danvers. So I think that's where that comes from. I also don't like that she's using the same name. Uh, you know, Kara Sorel and then Kara Danvers, which also sounds a little too close to Carol Danvers. That's the point. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't like that. That's a little, yeah. Wasn't the, she, those uh, two characters were like... Wasn't she Linda Danvers before or something like that? I don't think so. I don't remember Because I remember something specifically with Supergirl and Linda Danvers, but I don't know. I, I, I don't like, you know, using the same name for, you know, her alter ego and then for for Supergirl. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's okay. <laughs> So what are we? What are you feeling, Star? Let's start with you, Roger. What do you feel, star-wise, on this? Well, I gave it three and a half stars. 
Um, I, th- I thought it was a good book, um, not a great book. Uh, it you know, it, and I had I had high hopes coming in. I thought the Rebirth issue was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the S books, yep, uh, from DC yep. are amazing. So this you know this didn't quite uh, you know measure up to those other books. Um, I, but I don't think it's it's actually fair to compare it to those. Yeah, it's, um, it it's was because really. I yeah I do think it's going to stand on its own. Um, and I thought it was it was pretty good three and a half stars right on um yeah uh this i like the art like we said but it wouldn't be a uh art style you'd find in batman or green lantern or anything but it was solid good book not great um but a good starting point definitely uh three stars right on johnny yeah um i actually like that it's not like the other books the art style wise uh that that's why i think i would give it a three and a half if it was the same art style like as some other books maybe darker or anything i think i would give it like a three but uh the art style i really like so three and a half i'm gonna go three and a half also on this i like we you know like we've mentioned the every everything with an s has been awesome which makes me happy because that's just my side of things and I was really pleased with this, um, but it's its own animal. It's not right. Superman. It's not action. It's not Superwoman. It's not any of those things yet. So, um, but I, I'm I'm on board with this. I'm gonna follow it because it's got an S and I have right. to because it's me. <laughs> so, um, and I and I do I love the actually the artist on it. I think it was a good choice for the tone of that book. So definitely. Um, so that's my my review. Let's go. Let's go Walking Dead to kind of break up the teen <laughs> angst of this week. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> written by Robert Kirkman. This one, yeah, this one is by Robert okay. Kirkman and Charlie Adlard, which has been the same freaking creative team since issue seven. Issue seven, issue seven. Right. yeah, one hundred and fifty-one issues. Oh, Are they gonna break a record? Have uh, they broke? They record? broke a record yeah. already. Yeah, wow. They broke Bendis and uh, Bagley's record. Really? Oh yeah, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Some other team broke uh, Bendis broke and their record though. Did they? I don't know. And it was it was another Marvel team. But it was it was from three or four years ago. Okay, I can't I, I can't think maybe of who it, that was. Uh, <laughs> or or maybe it was maybe yeah. it was Kirkman. <laughs> it probably was. Yeah, it probably was. Um, so this is this is actually part two. Uh, this is issue one fifty eight, by the way. Um, this is part two of the Whisperer War. So uh, not like a, a fantastic place to come in the middle of if you're not current because it's tell me about second it. <laughs> part of a big story that's happening right now um i would say number one is a good point to jump in if you haven't been reading walking dead but we're talking solely about um number two this was a long read because it seems that since since they started the whisper war charlie adlard's gone to these 16 grid paneled pages with a lot of action, a lot of dialogue. There's a lot happening. You can tell Kirkman's trying not to make this this particular story arc go 12 issues. He's trying to cram as much into each, which is not necessarily a bad thing, because it does keep everything moving right. but it if you're not used to these big gridded panels it's gonna be a lot to read felt like almost every other page was one of yeah, those well, <laughs> you know. I, yeah i think so uh, honestly i yeah because of that 16 i thought it was really cool i was like oh this this will be fun but just because it was changing scenes so quickly i was like oh this is just confusing this i'll is tell not you good. this though when it gets to the tv show this is gonna play well mm. oh yeah, yeah. this will be great so that's the thing yeah, go ahead. No, I no. mean, I mean, if you look, I'm holding open this yeah. thing here, and there's just panels on top of panels, but it, it's almost like it's a, um, uh, you know, when they storyboard 
an action sequence or yeah, something. You know? post-it notes yeah, post-it notes or little cue cards. It, it's yeah. almost like you can tell, like, they're yeah. kind of planning out some stuff for yeah. the show, even even though it's going to be, like, you know, probably a couple years away. I could totally right. see this playing out on TV. No, you know? that's what I was going to say. Like, this, I did not connect with at all. I can totally see it playing out perfectly in the TV show, but... I've never read an issue of Walking Dead. Um, jumping into this, I didn't know. You haven't read any of the comics. I haven't read a single oh, issue. You're not missing whoa. much. Hey. So hold on. No, 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 <laughs> wow. no, no. I, wow. I didn't know who any of these characters so, were besides there's Rick. A, there's Eugene, a lot of new characters Negan, lately. Yeah. And so I was super confused. I didn't know what the hell is happening. And for a reader, I would say maybe start with number one. Yes. But yeah. I, 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 I don't really have anything to judge because I have no idea at all. Yeah. Well, did you, hmm. did you like? You know the stuff that was happening in the issue. Did you? What you it was wondered? fine because like, I, mean, I understood. There was a lot of action. Yeah. yeah, I understood what was being presented to me, but I just had, the context. Yeah, I was just else, like over my head. Group. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was, yeah. For for me, it's basically mm-hmm. The Walking Dead is just you know they're they're surviving. They they find some place to live. Uh, a gang shows up and they destroy their home. They find a new place to live. Another gang shows up and they you know destroy their home. Well, if you're gonna get formulaic about I it, that's every that comic ever with just change the parameters. Well, I mean, like look look. Well, I, whole- I was really excited for the the whispers, but when they first appeared, I was like, oh my god, these uh, these zombies are actually gonna you know be uh, sentient and they're gonna have thoughts. And then when I found out that it's another gang, I was like, nope, nope, uh, you know, I forget think if this. He did I'm that, out. He would have jumped the shark, right? No. Hey, look, hey, I mean, it was. I- I mean, when that happened, when they first whispered, uh-huh. I had that that same kind of moment, like, oh my god, what's yeah. going on here? Yeah. But the thing is, look, this book. You know, and I, Kirk makes no bones about it. You know, this is, you know, the walking dead are the people, mm-hmm. you know, the ones you don't in, in this world at this point, you really don't have to fear the zombies. You have to, you know, fear the, the living people, mm-hmm. Yep. you know, and it's I understand. I understand your sentiment about having one gang after another yeah. coming in. But that's that's kind of what this book deals with. I mean, it's it's human conflict survival of the fittest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in a post-apocalyptic and he's never sugarcoated that and he's never I was just away hope, from that I was just hoping for something new and, and I mean I do like that they're actually hiding in between the zombie horde and they're calling that their army which I was like oh that's actually kind of cool but I, I'm just I'm, I'm tired of the big bad guy and his his followers would, his gang I would I would at least stick out through this story arc because Kirkman mm. did promise some new things okay so, so, I mean, I read uh, 130 issues, and the first, I want to say, maybe 10 to 15 issues, they go really, really uh, fast. And after that, when, you know, it's getting really popular, he slows down basically to a snail, uh, you know, crawl space. Oh, the pacing of this book's been slow for a long yeah, time. exactly. Though. Because, you know, it was successful, and I feel like every time I read an issue, I was like, okay, well, basically nothing happened. One person died, and it, it's just it's just not fun to me. It, I, I didn't like this book and I'm probably going to be in the minority here but I don't like Charlie Adler's uh, art I like uh, Tony Moore's art way more I think Tony Moore is a, is a great artist it, and I think Charlie Adler's a great artist Adler's not one of my you know top people but that's not to discredit him it fits the tone of yeah, the book yeah of course and I, I have no bones about it I mean I've been reading it for a long time and I think Adler is you know I think what, I think it might be what makes this book you know kind right. of what it is. So. I think it might I think be. he's as perfect a fit as Tony Moore was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, his style is, is way different, is but different, it's great. But I, it's, <laughs> it's still, I mean, it works for this world. I, mm-hmm. I also don't like his uh, surprised faces. They all look the same. They're basically just a big open mouth. They're like, you know, it doesn't work on a, on the podcast. You guys listening, but it, he basically has the same surprised faces for everybody. <laughs> 
What did you think of this issue, Roger? You know, I thought it was a I thought it was a good issue. Um, the one thing that if I was going to pick at it, the one thing that bothered me was when you know because you have these whispers um, that you know kind of they they put on the the zombie skin mm-hmm. and and mix in with the horde, and they're advancing on uh, you know Negan and and his group. What's the guy? The Dwight. Dwight. Um, and the, the only thing that bothered me about that is that these guys these guys had the cojones to stay in that zombie horde when when they opened up on them they're with machine mowed guns. Down, yeah. I mean they're getting mowed down left and right, and then all of a sudden the zombie Here's horde what, makes it far you know enough what? to start shanking them. Here's what kind of takes me off about that. Now, now that you say that, I'm thinking like, dude, these people have been training like army wise. You know, they've been in the apocalypse. They know headshots. Yeah. They know go for the head. Yeah. They're doing like gut and shots just, and leg shots left yeah. and right. I'm they're like, sp- what are you doing? They're just spraying bullets. Yeah, I did not know like that. The, you're right. the army thing like totally broke down, and everybody was just shooting from the hip all of right. a sudden. So it was it was one of those things that just you know it works visually. Visually, it's very enjoying. It's, it's going like, to be awesome. Uh, on the show. I hope yeah, I hope yeah. they it, get to this it, in the show. It will be. But when you stop and think about it, it's like, it's like eh. Eh, I don't know. Especially if you know they're they're hip firing and shooting into like, right. mowing down zombies. The people, right. the whispers crouching down in the zombies right. are going to get killed. Right. It's not the best tactic. Yeah. Um. I I liked it. I've been following. I've been following the you know the Walking Dead for a long time. Um. I like kind of you know comparing you know what I read eventually to what I see in the show and and things like that. Yeah, but, that's really um, cool. Uh, it's a tough issue to come in the middle of. If I was reviewing it as a single issue, like Matt said, it's there's a lot happening, and you've got a ton of you've got these big like gridded panels. Yeah, you know, and there's a lot, so it might not necessarily be the the greatest jumping on point for somebody. Yeah, um, I would yeah I would agree with I, that. I would say if you're new to Walking Dead, start at the first volume. You know, don't start first at... first volume, or it, I mean, if you wanted to kind of be current with the TV series, you could always, you know, jump into where you know something to fear. I think is where compendiums, shows. yeah, compendiums too. Compendiums are a great mm-hmm. way to catch up. Yeah, but I would but, say like um, to get the whole backstory. I would yeah, say. yeah, but yeah, um, if you don't want to sink into an everlasting depression, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know how you guys. Hey, look, I've got all kinds of guys in the shop that pick up those compendiums. Like, yeah, I finished it in a few hours, and yeah. I'm like, oh my god, how, no, I read, how, how do you, you not do want to cut your wrist? How do you do that? I, I read, can only take this comic. <laughs> monthly because when i read a graphic novel it's like you know i have to put it down i have to go out and get some sun you know it's like i I need i need my vitamin d that's what i'm saying i read the two invincible compendiums in about a month yeah so i have most everybody that picks them up in the shop they're like i'm I'm done in less than a day that's crazy don't i'm like wow i can't your your tolerance is so much it's yeah one thing i will say about this issue and and just the walking dead in general is they always have the best like cliffhanger pages yes the the final pages are always great like and i don't want to spoil anything um because we kind of spoiled something earlier negan is out and about um, and there's something great. I I, I love Negan. He's, he's, he's on the cover. He's basically he's on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question though, because I, I mean I'm I'm current on this, but I don't you know I, I consume this for entertainment and I let it go. I don't think about it a lot. Yeah. Is everybody betraying Rick now? Is that what's going on? No. no everyone's on Rick's side. Everybody's on like. Rick's side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There was a guy that the there the, it was the big 150. Thing, you know, betrayed. Yeah. Somebody in his community didn't like his decisions, and so they decided to ambush him and try to kill him. 
and Rick survived. That's going to work out so well. Yeah. And it did, yeah. And so both the guy, one of the guys ended up kind of like, you know, like apologizing and like stepping back into line. The other guy, if I'm not mistaken, was the one that let. I haven't read this book. Oh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, why am I looking at you? <laughs> All right. Well, let me cut to the chase. Who's the guy on the horse? They said, yeah, give me your horse. You can go. That's an it. ambassador. You're not, not going to gonna get anything, but give us your horse. That's the ambassador from Alexandria okay. going to Negan's former community who Dwight was in charge of, but Dwight defected to Rick. That's why they were so bitter. Got um, it. Okay. If that, yeah, I glo- I, yeah. Apparently, I glossed. I, I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't catch that. Okay. Yeah. I, I like I how Negan is just like a, like a little angry kid, uh, crossed arm that he just can't wait. join in the action. Yeah, in this just, issue, just waiting for a gun. Yeah, he has a line in here that made me laugh out loud that I cannot say on this podcast. So yeah. if you read it, you'll know it. You'll know it. It's a Negan thing. It's, uh, it's got f words all over it. Um, well, with Negan, that's like <laughs> they they come in like sixes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, what what will we do? Star review. Let's uh, let's go with you, Matt, and then we'll go to Johnny. Um, just for the sake of if you were like me in jumping onto this issue, bad idea. Don't do that. Start <laughs> at least at the first part of this arc, or start a few volumes back. The art, um, fine for what it was because, like I said, I never read it. Um, but uh, at, con- contextually, just reading the single issue, one star. It was just I didn't get anything. Like it was just like wow. Wow. Nice. Okay. Uh, so I'm almost current, uh, and I'm just tired. Two stars. This is. I, I'm just tired of the of the formula. I'm current, and I'm gonna give it three and a half stars because I know if if these if issues have been as jam packed as they are, the finale to this is gonna be something big. So I'm gonna say three and a half. Yeah, I agree with that. I thought, you know, in the end, I thought that the issue was mostly moving pieces, um, but there was some really good action, and I put three and a half stars. See, that's the thing. I, if I feel like if you were have any context of reading this book, you uh, I'd be higher. Yeah, or, yeah. or even in the TV show. I can see this in the TV show. Oh, it'd oh, be dude, such this killer. Is gonna, this is going to be just, so good. I have, I have a context. I, <laughs> I, I can't <laughs> judge some, this off whole the, series off this one issue. Yeah. It's, just, that's, yeah. It's, oh, no. Yeah. I, I, I get it, dude. Yeah. Let's, let's go ahead and jump over to Spidey. Um, I'm going to let Johnny start this one Great. because he's been, he's been dying to get this on here. Mm-hmm. Um go ahead right uh, uh, Spidey number 10, 10. Uh, written by uh, Robbie Thompson and the artist is Nathan Stockman uh, it's basically a I would say all ages uh, maybe yeah. not a kids book because uh, um, there are some you know um, you know some sentences that would end with a with a curse word but uh, they're not so I would you say maybe kids <laughs> <laughs> maybe I would say like 11 plus or, or something like were that there, were there cuss words in there uh, there wasn't cuss words but there was like, um, like right darn. here you'll be under arrest soon enough you piece of and it just cuts off Sorry. yeah oh yeah so, adult okay. themes yeah uh, I, I honestly thought it was a it was a great story it shows um, Peter uh, Spider-Man in his young days where basically nobody liked him and he was always down on himself because that's how you know the first i want to say 30 to 60 issues uh were he was, he was seen as a menace yes he was always <laughs> down and you know jay jonas jameson and the daily bugle were always bringing him down and that's why he was always depressed but through that uh depression uh you know he thought about aunt may and and his loved ones and he's like no i can't do this and and you know th- i'm doing it for them uh, i'm not doing it for myself i'm not doing it for you know I'm, I'm doing it for the greater good. Uh, I just thought it was a great issue all around. Solid. 
I think you overhyped it to me because my expectations were Maybe higher. Blaine overhyped it. No, because you were talking about this a lot more than Blaine was. Right. I went into like, this thinking, the- all right, this is gonna be great, and it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. And it this is my favorite Marvel book that we reviewed on the show. Oh, so far. great! But mm. that being said, I I expected a. And I don't want to knock the artist, because but when I fine. saw the cover, I was like, oh, sweet. And I didn't realize it was Kari Randolph, who's a great artist, and he'd be great on Spider-Man. Hmm. Um, he did, like... Uh, Nathan Sockman. No, that's Kari Randolph, dude. Oh, that's uh, his signature. Right, huh. Nick Bradshaw, right? Yeah. Ooh, um, no, he did the first yeah, page. Yeah, he did the first page. Oh, yeah. um, and so when I flipped into it, I was like, this doesn't look like the cover. Yeah. And so, but it, and it took me like two seconds to adjust. Right. Stockman's good. He fits the tone of the book. Absolutely. I just, that was one of the things like when I looked at the cover, I was like, oh dang. Yeah. It reminds you know? me of uh, Adrian Alfana. Yeah. The um, colors are really good on the cover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like I loved the team up with Spider-Man with Pete and Captain America yeah. in this particular issue because Cap, you know, is, is the old school. Like he's even got the... You know the the piratey looking boots and yeah. the I love the, the wings. Right. Yeah, the wings on the, yes. the. It's not even a helmet that he's old wearing. It's cap. the old school cap. Yeah. It's exactly and how it should be. He's totally like the old school patriot and like, oh, you doing citizen? Let's Someone <laughs> figured out yeah. how to write Captain America, right? Yes, right. <laughs> exactly. So um, I thought that was great, uh, and I and I loved how kind of Cap perks Pete up in this issue. But I thought Pete was a little too manic depressive in the beginning of this book I thought it took too long to kind of get him out and I didn't he, with what you were telling me about it from before I was really expecting that plucky mm-hmm. quippy Pete and yeah. said that I was like don't quit don't yeah, quit, don't don't quit. quit. <laughs> that was, and that was a great moment in the comics like don't quit don't quit don't quit you know like the yeah. whole time because um, you could tell he kind of had a little bit of hero worship for Cap <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so those were elements that I really liked um, it, it but I was expecting to want to come back to this and I don't feel like I have to. It was good for what it was. Mm-hmm. Good one shot. It was a good one shot. Yeah, and yep. that's and that's kind of how I felt with it. I, I don't really have a whole lot of bad things to say about it, but it wasn't anything more than what I said. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when he does quips, uh, that's just his. Um, that's to block out his inner thoughts because they are very uh, depressive. And I mean, he's. I think he's fifteen. Well, it's a defense here. mechanism. Yes, exactly. And, and, and I know that about Pete. I get mm-hmm. that, but because of I know that that's what I wanted from right you, know you wanted I mean? more quips yeah and so <laughs> when, roger what did, you, what did you think you know I, th- I thought it was good i mean i i kind of echoed jonathan's sentiments I, I thought it was you know it it didn't ultimately it didn't remind me of the the spider-man books that i was reading back in the early 70s mm-hmm. um and that may have been you know uh well i'm pretty sure stanley was still writing some of those but um maybe more when he had captured you know more of the hopeful or optimistic mm-hmm. uh expression that yeah. that i recall in spider-man um there was you know a little bit too much of the woe is me yeah uh for my taste um it was it was an entertaining book mm-hmm. yeah um i like the art but it was good not great mm-hmm. yeah um the thing i would say about that is just I th- I feel like he's look uh the the writer is looking back at the first like 30 to 50 issues with uh Stan Lee because I read the Marvel Masterworks and they're almost exactly like this. Peter's always down on himself and he's always depressed and and you know he, it it takes a lot to perk him back up and I feel like that uh, he's just channeling that. But that's just, you know, my opinion. 
I guess it just you know with the the, the Spider Man that I'm familiar with. Yeah, he should be were, a little bit more. Well, he's not as confident as he should be. And I get he's a kid, but you know, I one of the things I like about Spider Man is the dialogue. Yeah, of course. And there was some great moments with mm-hmm. Cap and Pete and some of the inner thoughts that he had and whatnot. But when you're Spider Man, yeah, dude, you. you, you you gotta, you gotta be making me laugh. Yeah. You know? I, I still so. think this is better than Dan Slott's Spider-Man. To, to be Ooh. honest, I haven't read Slots in a while. Um, hey, look, like okay. his current right now. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and do a shout out to Cody Wilson. You know, he, he's one of our customers in the shop and and our our kind of NC2 Spider-Man prodigy. Uh, he knows everything there is Cody. to know yeah. about What's Spider-Man. Up, Cody? Yeah, he mentioned to me today oh, yeah. uh, when he came in the shop uh, that I should I should pick up slot spider-man and he asked if i was current i said mm, not since the first few issues mm-hmm. and he goes yeah you can pretty much skip everything in between but go ahead and read the last issue because it's pretty good <coughs> and so i was like well if it's coming from cody <laughs> yeah this is, i'm gonna there's some gravitas to your it. opinion cody so I, I i went and and got it and read it and i'll be damned it was really good. Really, it was really good. I'm I'm kind of stoked for the Dead No More storyline yeah. now. Really, and the I'm clone like, conspiracy. Yeah, I'm conspiracy. Dude, conspiracy. conspiracy. <laughs> there's there's I, I like conspiracy. There are a lot of layers in that book, and I really like. And, we and I actually like. Uh, we well, we will. We can maybe Dead No More. Probably the first Dead No More. Yeah, yeah the first Dead No More. So um, that's the thing. That, but it's dude, it's a good book, and really? this this isn't even close. Oh, okay. So Cause, anyway, because I read wow. most. Thanks for thanks for having me read that, Cody. I, I appreciate it. Because I, I read most. No, of, I want to read it. Because I'm a Marvel kid, and I need <laughs> you know. I was really kind of getting depressed. Because yeah. because I, I was reading most of uh, Dan Slott's run on this this current run and I just had to drop it because I was like this isn't Spider-Man but if if you say like Cody's a Spider-Man expert oh, and, and I agree and look is an hey, encyclopedia this is, really? of Spider-Man okay so I might have to no pick pressure that, Cody pick <laughs> <laughs> no and you know what's funny is uh-huh. that um, you know because the Spider-Man that's in the book is Prowler mostly hmm. uh, and you have kind of Pete on the sidelines yeah. dude it's good is it? yeah. it's really good huh. That's the um, thing that kills me. It's like, oh, I, I want to okay, talk about Spidey real quick. Yeah, um, oh, that's right. We haven't even given Matt any time. Sorry, um, Matt. No, it's cool. Uh, I don't have a lot to say about this book, um, or details-wise. Uh, but, yeah, story, fine story. Nothing really bad, nothing really great about it. Uh, art, totally fitting art. Um Everything is, I mean, it was just the artist captures the emote, yeah, through the, the mask with the you know, yeah. the squinty yeah, the eyes, you know, absolutely. things. Um, There's a I lot like of the, good things about I that. like the colors in the book, I feel like they're they're very fitting for what I like it? the fact that you always remember to give props to the colors, the colors, so man. A good colors yeah. makes or breaks a book for that's, me, dude. That's <laughs> true because you always kind of associate the yeah. pencils and the color yeah. together, but yeah. I keep forgetting it's yeah. two separate teams. Mm-hmm. And there's an inker sometimes, like, yeah. oh, man. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Well, no, sometimes the artist doesn't ink, but anyways, um, but yeah, I know it's just like. Totally. If you're looking for just a cool one shot of a young Spider-Man book, pick it up. I mean, it's definitely a good read. It's not great. It's not bad. It's just cool. There's a great good moment. Yeah. There's a great moment at the end where Cap defends uh, Spider-Man that I really liked. And yeah. He, he throws the, the 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 bad press that uh, yeah. the Bugle's been printing about uh, Pete on the desk of Joe Jonah J Jonah Jameson <laughs> and makes him change it. You know, and what he does at the very yeah. end—I don't want to spoil it, but it's great. And yeah. oh, they, that, was, they, that was a great. They fight Modok and Aim, Aim yeah. in the same issue, one issue. Yeah, so yeah. there's a lot going on, but it's it's played well. Yeah. So. All right, 
Uh, do you have something to say, or can we do stars? Uh, no, let's go ahead let's, and do stars. Let's have you go ahead, go first. Okay, uh, I would give this a four just because it reminds me of those original issues. It's just uh, pure fun, and you don't have to worry about any continuity or anything like that. I give it a four. Okay, Matt? Three stars, good, not great, not bad. Three stars, same opinion. Three stars. All right. I love this book. <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and shift over to our graphic novel review, Black Science Volume 1 by Rick Remender and Matteo Scalera. This is for you, Carlos. Carlos, <laughs> I'm anxious to hear what you have to say about this. <laughs> um, Matt, you're the you're the yeah. Remender dude. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Remender, Remender guy too, but... Um, and Ro- Roger already scheduled oh, me in the wrong week now. He's, he's a Remender guy. <laughs> Um, what you got one remender. <laughs> I got one remender. Oh, no, I'll, I'll start. I, I, I can't love have this book. all the remender. No, yeah, I want it all. It's so good. But um, Black Science, good book. Um, I didn't get a chance to reread the whole thing, but I've already read it before. And like when I did read it, I like slogged through it because I wanted to absorb everything. Like the art, my it's, God, yeah, it's a great. It could be a fast read if you, if somebody's looking to consume this, but you really you don't, don't want, want to, to you because <laughs> Scalera's art is is there's details everywhere even because i didn't get a chance to finish it i started again i've read it before too right um but as i was going through the first chapter i remember i read this really fast the first volume yeah me too and i when i was sitting down reading it again i slowed down a lot as i was going through the first just the first chapter of this the the first chapter is like i want to say almost the best one it's so good (laughs) i i i really really like his expressions on people i love the all the characters are good even the bad guy i think his name uh kadir kadir yeah even he is kind of likable because he's such a good bad guy yeah you know so he's just like (laughs) do do you have a quick summary for it matt um basically it's a time traveling ultimate universe dimensional dimensional traveling traveling. not so much but it's time and dimensions they do both kind of yeah and uh, straight up like we're going back to this year um family book because the main character the whole his whole trope is to protect and save his family while traveling through these dimensions mm-hmm. and trying to find a way to get back to normal which life. Well, fails at miserably yeah. and, and the initial the yeah. initial purpose of it was they the, the premise is, is that if there are infinite dimensions where everything has happened that they can go out and they can find cures to cancer they can right. find cures can make to the world a better everything place. and make the world a better place so there's mm-hmm. kind of altruistic means and this guy Kadir comes in and funds it you know the you know it takes him like 10 years they build this the pillar, he owns the, pillar. the the company that he's building it for right right yeah, yeah. we should kind of say the pro- it's a hard thing to say the protagonist the main character yeah grant mckay he's an yeah. anarchist scientist, scientist. and he right? delves Hippie. into forbidden science he's not yeah. supposed to be doing what he's doing hence black the name black science, science. kind of like the whole black magic thing but we're using technology and, and all that and stuff I so. want to say they, they do give a term for the multi-universe dimension thing and they call it the, the onion. onion and yeah. there's many layers that they protrude into yeah which is and so there's there's all kinds of great plays off of that like you yeah. know once they poke the hole through the onion then everything else starts to kind of <laughs> unravel unravel through that <laughs> yeah. um one of the things that makes this an interesting read is is the main character grant he's not a, he's, he's not he has, a good guy he's not a good guy <laughs> yeah. even though he has these altruist altruistic means like you said he's, he's a little bit selfish he's yeah. a dick no yeah. he's trying to do the right thing but, but for the wrong he is a bad person yeah. I think, and I think the Remender does a really good job with this because he's, it's like he's trying to redeem himself through yeah. doing good things, but he keeps 
making these colossal yeah. mistakes and just yeah. missteps everywhere. And so, you're, you're right, though. Character development for this book, nailing that. Oh, it's my God. Everything I you could, would want dialogue-wise to develop your characters properly, he does right. And right. I just read the fourth uh, yeah, trade. Yeah, trade. And that re- – because <laughs> it's essentially – Grant's redemptive work. It's I don't the, want to spoil yeah, anything. It's, it's all about him. Oh my yeah. god, that was so good. I, I read goes, it in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on his sojourn. Yeah, his journey, I, I read yeah. it in one sitting. Yeah, me too. I read it in one me sitting, too. and I was wow. just like, "Holy crap!" It's good. Okay, so anyway, now that we've kind of gushed about it, Roger, you, this was this was I done yeah, specifically for Carlos for you. I know, I know, because I had, uh, this this started so long ago because <laughs> when this book first came out, I read issue one, and she was really good though. Carlos and I probably had the very first conversation about this. I'm really? sure one of the very first, um, because I was I was like, look, I love this art. I love this crazy, sexy fish world. It's beautiful, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, but I but I hate the main character. Yeah, the yeah. guy the guy. Oh, he's such a tool. He let his wife get shot in the face. He's having Spoilers. an affair. He yeah. That's the first issue. That's like second page. <laughs> yeah, <that's> so true. <laughs> um, you'll, yeah. you'll get to it really quick. And I was like, I I cannot stand this main character. Yeah. And and then at the end of the story, they uh, because it's a dimension hopping book, they end up dimension hopping in the first issue at the end of the first issue and they go into a different world so i was kind of like wait okay so you you know i hate the main character and then you take away this world that i love <laughs> and, I and drop them something? into a yeah go ahead. that dimension the second dimension they jump into is actually really interesting because it's tech native americans versus civil war or civil war world, world war one guerrilla style armies Not, nazis and, not, yeah, and yeah. they're just like battling, and they land right in the middle of it. It's yeah, crazy. And that was great. Initially, <laughs> I never got to that because yeah. I was like, all that we saw was that it was like, it was like uh, they were dropped into you know like the, the trenches, the trenches yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and there and were so you blimps think, and you, think you know World War One Indians on jetpacks and stuff. Oh, and man. I'm like, I you know I was done with one <laughs> issue. So for a long time, Carlos and many other people have been telling me that this is a fantastic book. Matt, you're one of them. <laughs> I know. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know, maybe someday. <laughs> so that day came. Someday came. And you know, and and I read I read the first story arc, and yeah, you know, when I read the first issue, that all came back to me. I I was like, man, I don't like this book. I love the art. <laughs> The second issue, the third issue, somewhere around the third or the fourth issue, this other dude comes in. I think it's the fourth issue. And I was like, no. No. I like the shaman, too. The shaman's great. I like the shaman, too. Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, sorry. I don't want to spoil anything. No, it's okay. This other guy comes in. I'm like, what do we have here? (laughs) And, it, you know, I, I thought it was a certain person, and it was. Yeah, and it got really freaking interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yep. there's a lot of, you know, a lot of questions are raised in the last third of this graphic novel. Um, a few answers, but more questions. <laughs> and more I and I really I, shows up in the fourth. Okay, I really want answers to the those questions. And one of you know one of the cool things about this book that I that uh, it was kind of nice to get to in in going through the graphic novel was the realization that there are there are constants amongst all of these dimensions mm-hmm. that you have. There are you know. Grant uh, McKay's in other dimensions yes. making pillars and trying to, you know, but but 
they're all themselves. right yeah. and but they're all kind of um tweaked to that dimension yeah because there was this there was this one page that i i stopped on for for a good few minutes and it was the monkey world and you have the like the monkey grant mckay and, and behind him <laughs> behind right. him you have the mechanical symbol for, for the, the onion, onion. Which yeah. is which was just really really cool. Another side note: This is not a kids' book. It's very violent. There's lots of blood and, and people dying and stuff and, and swearing. And <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a mature book. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it's I I loved it. Johnny, what would you think? Uh, I really like the uh, this um well this book. Uh, it's great. I just have basically one thing to say. Mateo Scalera needs to I don't know tone it down because he's making other artists look bad. It's that <laughs> good. It's really good. Yeah. He yeah. Uh, remember, the colorist, yeah, good colors in this book. Yeah, it, it <laughs> fits. It yeah. fits really well yeah. with all the dimension hopping and stuff. But remember, smart move teaming up with Scalera because. Yeah, but yeah, I oh my god, so it, the art and the story are like perfect together. I, I love reading this series in trades. Yeah. I, I, I or, oh, bigger yeah. chunks. Re- recommend reading in right. trades. Yeah. I mentioned to you guys uh, a while ago. I think it was last week um, that Mateo Scalera. If you guys see him at conventions, he always has uh, his his you. hands like covered in you know ink because he actually sometimes uh you know hand paints this stuff and you could actually really yeah you could actually see some of his fingerprints I, you know i i was gonna say mm-hmm. that it it seems like he he does paint it but yeah. i thought he was penciling so he actually does paint some yeah he actually does oh paint some God, stuff you could probably tell in some of the frames oh yeah. that just makes me yeah love he, this guy he never wants to shake your hand because his, his hand <laughs> is always just black it's like, dude, give me some ink. I'd, oh. I'd take it. I'd be like, dude. Yeah. I'm glad you like the book, Roger, though, because I've yeah. Yeah. We've been I, telling I you. loved it, yeah. and, I'll, and I will, I will go through and read two, three. It only four. gets better. It, yeah, and it's like you said, every trade is a very good, self-contained story, yeah. but still links to the overall yep. story that Remender tells. And I think this is one of the few books that executes on that better than a lot of other series I, does. I honestly, I'm sure there's a few flaws writing-wise or art-wise, but I mean, for the, like. The majority of the story, which you actually read and notice, there's not much wrong with this book. No, yeah, that's it's paced good. well. Yeah, once you get into a trade, it's paced perfectly. Yeah, like, that was my the my pacing, with- the dialogue, yeah. the character development, the art, the colors, the um, what's actually happening frame to frame, the, the action. Yeah, Scalera's like, layouts are good. great. Yeah, like, they're great. It's hard so, to complain about it. Well, I had to take my own medicine. Usually, I tell people that they need to read the first few issues, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, <laughs> I should do that myself. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, anybody have anything else to say? We want to no, do some Star no, Wars. Let's yeah, do some Star Wars. Okay. Great. So, Matt, you, this was your uh, four and a half, almost perfect, basically. Johnny, uh, I would give it a four. It's really great. Uh, Mateo Scalera, oh, like I said, amazing. I'm gonna go four and a half too because, yeah. like, if you're not hooked by the end of this, the end of this trade, yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you. Just, you know, so four and a half. Yeah. Four and a half stars for me too. I mean, it, it's darn near perfect. Yeah. I think if I took the first issue out and those, those <laughs> maybe five, but no, nah, it's it's a it's a solid four and a half. The art is is some of the best that you'll get in comics anywhere. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Okay, that's gonna do it for our reviews. Let's transfer into some lightning rounds. Well, I can go first if you guys you need one. For, yeah. You want to go first? Okay. Go for it. Uh, two minutes. Do I get two minutes now since we're doing the uh... one minute? One minute. Okay. We're stick to one minute. Do we want? To, do you have a timer? And... Okay, I know the time. All right. So I just started playing The Witcher on uh, PS4. It's really cool. It's like a fantasy uh, magic game, and it's third person open world. You get to ride horses, and you can do all sorts of 
cool stuffs in it, like make potions. And I fought a big old griffin, and I it, I bought the complete edition, which was only forty nine ninety nine hmm. on the PS Store. It comes with nice. both pieces of DLC, was it which digital? were digital. Yeah. Oh, okay, and you can get the physical copy too. Same price? Or yeah, same it, price. What? And it, the, the two pieces of DLC were, I believe, each twenty dollars. So okay. the game yeah. was sixty, and for another forty dollars, so it's like you only get it for fifty bucks. Great deal. Um, super interesting. I'm about three or four hours in. Can't wait to find out. Everyone's been talking about this game. I finally got I, around to yeah. playing it, and uh, it's great so far. Yeah, if, great if, visuals. If you have a uh, two hundred uh, spare hours, uh, <laughs> you should <laughs> definitely play it's, it. Because I was gonna debate getting on Skyrim or getting this, and I've already played Skyrim. So oh, I'm okay. This. All right. Dang, go. five seconds left. Good there job. Go, yeah. All right, Johnny. What's your uh, I'm going to talk about Mind Management by Matt Kent. Um, basically, this this book is a story about. Uh, people with kind of like uh, mind powers they can actually control or they can uh, people they can uh, shoot people with just a finger they could tell the future it's about this uh, girl named Maru uh, who is investigating this uh, flight um, that you know nobody remembers that they were you know their whole lives and she's investigating this this uh, incident and people are actually going after her because she's digging in too deep Uh, I think it's a it's a great book Um, it's it's very uh how do we say it, it mm, i don't know it, it, it's, it's a, a mind screw yeah it's it's very suspenseful it's it's a suspense but it's also non-linear it jumps around so exactly. if you like quentin tarantino films mm-hmm. you'll dig this yeah it, it's a great book uh, i believe the first trade is a uh, 20 dollars hardcover uh, wow. They kill so, it. Dark yeah. Horse kills it with their hard Yeah, I, I love this book. Uh, I haven't read the whole series yet. Oh, my. Oh, it's but so good. I've, I'm, go. Yeah, I yeah. went all the way through. Yeah, pick it up. Cool. Awesome. All right. I don't think I'm going to need a full minute, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. go. Uh, for mo- anybody that doesn't know, I'm a guitar teacher. Um, so if you're interested in getting any lessons, I'm going to kind of promote myself. I teach over at Mel Booker Music, ac- actually <laughs> across the street from Roger's shop. So... Um, our store number is 949-8030. Are you there all day? Monday yeah. through Friday? Monday through Well, except... Uh, no, I'm not there Wednesdays because I'm doing this. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. And, and nights? But, was it yeah, on nights? I, Wednesday's my day off, and then we're closed oh. on Sunday. So, um, yeah. Cool. Mel Booker I, Music, you can come on down, say hi, get a guitar lesson from me if yeah, you're interested. Or if you're not interested in, in a guitar, we have plenty of other teachers that are all great at most everything that they yeah. do i mean mm-hmm. we we have a talented staff over there so um yeah melbourne yeah. music come I, check us out i've been contemplating joining his class but you know some of the stories that he says it, he seems like a great teacher but i'm a little intimidated <laughs> <laughs> i'm kind of intense yeah. oh wait you're camping no <laughs> shut you up get, you get it intense intense, intense. Uh, uh, Oh God, that was horrible. <laughs> All right, well, I'm just I'm just gonna have fun with you guys because once again I'm completely unprepared. So, well, I, I forget to write stuff down, so I'll just chalk it up as a senior moment. So we're just gonna have fun for a second, and I'm gonna throw. We're gonna play uh, Secret Identities. Okay, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw some names out there, and uh, we'll we'll see who who gets them first. Some are easy, some. Moon, nah, they're probably all easy. I, I almost put that on the list, but not raising so cool. hands, um, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Just shout it out, Constantine. Mm. Okay, let's go. Uh, Batgirl, Oracle. What? Barbara Gordon. Thank yeah. you. Oh, okay. I said some of them were kind of easy, yeah. and my DC doesn't go. I thought there was like a trick question to <laughs> that. I was like, am no. I missing something? No. Red Hood. Uh, Jason Todd. Todd. Jason Todd. She Hulk. Um, oh, Banner! It's uh, his cousin. No, no, no? it's um, Walters. Um, Jennifer. Jennifer Walters. There you go. Jennifer oh, I'm not Walters. a Marvel guy, so yep. I wouldn't know that. The original Nova. 
Richard, Richard Ryder. Richard Ryder. Read Richard. Wait, um, Sam Alexander. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I love Sam. Azrael. Uh, John My, Paul Valley. Right? Yes. Azrael. John Paul. Nice. You gotta, you gotta roll it. Nice. John Paul. Okay. Silver Surfer. Oh. Norrin Red. Silver Surfer. Norrin Red. <laughs> Norrin Red. Red. Yeah, Norrin that's Red. correct. That's good. Uh, Joker. Uh, Joker. <laughs> we'll find right. out. Yeah. Right. Three. Batman issue nine. Three. Jack Napier. Yeah. Right? Jack Napier. Okay. That's it. That was fun. 1989 movie? Nobody? Okay. <laughs> good job. Yeah. Next, and if I have time to prepare, I'll actually come up and try and stuff you guys. I like that game. Yeah. That was that's good. That's kind of fun. Good. good little minute there. Yeah. I should pick right. five every week. I think I won. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they were mostly Marvel names on that list. Hey, hey, three, hey, three, I think three. I won. Was there? Three and three. Oh, wow. I got, I got, I well, got I like, the I like the pause after, after Batgirl Oracle, because you guys are like, what, really? Are you kidding? <laughs> I was just like, oh, that's how it goes? Okay, we're playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy yeah. that you'll just mess it up. Yeah. All right. Um, we're going to go into some news. We don't have a lot this week. Uh, trust me, we spent some time trying to find some significant news. There's not a whole lot. And I'm sure as soon as we record this, tomorrow morning, Probably. something epic will happen. But, Ch- Champions, number one, oh, Johnny. Yeah. We had a little we had a little text uh, escapade on this. I don't know. I don't want to be brought down anymore. <laughs> I don't want to be well, brought down. You're well, getting hey, information. Well, it's, it's getting actually, information. It actually brings up a great. Uh, great point of conversation because it's a lot of you know there's a lot of news stories that that get put out there to the public and a lot of it is to hype books and some of it's warranted some of it's not you know the the problem that I have with a lot of news stories is that there's you know it, there's rarely I'll say rarely full disclosure in in some of the the stories that could get put out there you know DC um, DC rebirth issues shipped over 12 million units yeah, this summer. Yeah, I know, I heard. Okay. That's a lot amazing, of Amazing, amazing numbers. Success. I mean, it's just, you know, they had uh, half a dozen books over 200,000, like over 20 books over 100,000. I mean, it was amazing. But, like uh, you had mentioned, it, you know, before, before we started taping here, um, one of the things that DC did was they offered 100% returnability. Right. Well, that actually, look, hey, man, there's no... You know, there's no risk for retailers when you when you offer returnability for six issues, right? Yeah. So that that actually adds some context to the story. Um, of course, a lot of those issues have gone to second and third print. So DC, you would you imagine know, it's selling, right? You know, DC kind of you know they were confident enough to offer that. Mm-hmm. So that was true. Yeah. But um, you had mentioned the the champions number one reaching four hundred thousand uh, pre-orders, uh, right? Pre-orders. Yeah. Which is, you know, and that's that's orders by retailers. Mm-hmm. It's not orders. I wish I wish there were ways to track orders by customers hmm. because that would, you know, I, there there never will be. Right. But yeah. uh, those would, you know, that would it would be kind of nice. Um, Marvel Marvel's offering retailers three tiers of deep discounts on that book: five, ten, and an extra fifteen percent off based on the size of your orders. They've got thirteen different variants with up to God. a one and yeah, up to 13? a one in a thousand. Speaking to the mic. Yeah. Sorry, I uh, I just when we started talking like uh, that just makes me roll my roll my eyes yeah. like thirteen variants. Yeah, for number one. DC's a lot better about it now. I mean, you don't see. You, well, DC, yeah, and with <clears throat> with Rebirth, you know, when we went to the Roadshow, Jonathan. Yeah. Um, you know, they said they said, "Hey, look, we're not 
you know, if we, no if we, if we were going to do variants, we would just, you know, why even put content in the middle? Just have covers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dan Dio himself said that. <clears throat> yep. Um, they really stress this focus on doing, you know, great stories, uh, great stories with, with great, great art. art. And they'll say, hey, we'll do, you know, for every book, they're doing a variant cover. That's also a cover price variant. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, retailers can order whatever they want. So I, I like that shift for DC. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping that Marvel takes, uh, you know, a, you know, uh, uh, some lessons. Yeah, <laughs> I. I I really hope they follow DC's lead there, but yeah. they they're not showing that they're going to do that now. Um, too stubborn. Yeah, it looks like yeah. they're just flooding the market with a bunch of books and a bunch of variants. And you know, I I am a Marvel guy, and talking to you guys has made me change my tone because like I I do now see that it, it, it's kind of wrong what they're doing. Thirteen variants. And I mean, sure, DC did and 50. a one in a thousand at that. Yeah, somebody yeah. has to order a store has to order a thousand issues that are probably going to sit. Well, and there's, yeah, well, they're going to be, look, hey, I mean, the, you know, they're going to be in quarter bins well, uh, within six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know, I don't know that the characters in the book, the, the, you know, Champions Number One is being written by Mark Wade with art by Umberto Ramos. Dude, this creative team is, is a, a, a gold tier <laughs> pedigree team. I, yeah. I mean, when I saw that that's the team, I, it, piqued my interest i'm definitely interested in reading it right i don't know if it'd be anything i'd continue with when i saw the roster of the team oh no i'm excited for the roster Wait, Are you sam really? alexander come on yeah, sam, <laughs> sam alexander. i don't have beef with sam alexander oh, but bring back writer man. i don't want writer there is nova number one september right what? oh really october he, he is oh back. my god yeah. i might actually read that <laughs> yeah. but did you wait did you read how he died yeah, he was in stuck the in the cancerverse. Right. Cancer Bendis's Guardians yeah. run it explains what happened. Yeah, I think like they he he did something so that well, it the was Guardians could escape. Yeah, yeah. And because I'm cut off. But um, but yeah, when I saw because here's the one, Ramos might be one of the best guys at Marvel that they have contractually. Marquez, you know, Marquez is great, but man, Ramos does it for me. And Eminem, I'm like, Eminem's good. Well, good far, too. When, like, when you look at guys, yeah, but, yeah, but when Ramos. you look at when you look at highly stylized art, yeah. that is, you know, some guys some guys yeah. have flawless yeah. technique and they can draw, you know, I mean, they can draw landscapes. They I can love draw, everything Ramos does. You know, does. depth and characters, but yeah, I agree. Ramos and Chris Pachalo. Yes, um, forgot about him. You know, a, a very distinctive style that and it you flows. would you would yeah. that's you true. Would pick so, out and, anywhere. And here's the thing: I've like I've said before, Mark Wade is one of those guys for me. He's written a couple of my favorite stories, even though he's at Marvel right now. I I trust that is his exclusivity. I think he did sign yeah. exclusivity yeah. to Marvel. He I'm has some mistaken. beef with DC. I heard. Yeah, he just can't write for DC. He can write for anyone else. Is writing Archie. Yeah. yeah. So um, so, you know, we're gonna be reviewing uh. We'll, Kingdom we'll, Come next week, which yeah. is Wade. Yep. So, which is one of my all-time, all-time, all-time favorite stories. Wow. I love that um, book. So I, I, I thoroughly think that this will be a great book. I just don't know if it's going to be something that's going to be good enough to keep me there, right. if that makes sense. Well, the characters, you know, I mean, Mar- Marvel is trying to raise the, the status of and stature of their young characters. Um, Amadeus Cho. Don't Ed, care. Hulk. 
uh, Miles Morales. Don't care. Kamala uh, Khan. You're tripping. Yeah. Kamala Khan. Yeah, like they're Vision. great supporting characters. Uh, but it's the Vision's Sam. daughter. But it's yeah. but the you know I mean the the, the premise of the book is basically that you know the kids superheroes yeah. um, have, are fed up Scott. with the adults and think that they keep messing up the universe so they're gonna you know fix things themselves. So it look it should play well to the to the twenty and under crowd. It'll it'll be written well. Um, yeah. I just don't know. I, I I think they've they've still got some heavy lifting to do. Uh, that I I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if that book's still around in a year from now. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe you just hit it, it on the be. head. It it is for, <laughs> right. It's for those twenty be. year olds. Because uh, I'm 23 and I'm very excited for that book. Yeah. I, I love all those. Characters. I'm 32 and I don't care about. It. <laughs> I'm <excited laughs> but but I think the one thing that we all agree on that, that we talked about earlier. The, one of the problems is that that book is being released August 5th, right on the heels of Civil War II number five. That's a mistake. This is, you know, this, all of these books are coming in waves. The, 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 the fallout from Civil War II are coming three months before Civil War II is going to end. Ugh, That's exactly God. what happened with Secret Wars. And I was like, wait, what's going on? It this started is confusing. with Infinity. Yep. Yep. You're absolutely it, it, right. It, yeah. It's, That's. 2013. They're trying to push these new books uh, out the door as fast as they can, and they're basically ruining their big event yeah. by doing so. And it's, it's Jonathan just, Hickman's fault. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't right. blame him. He's so good. <laughs> Hickman, Hickman has made several jokes about destroying like comic universes, and he's he's well, like, I'll do it again I mean, if like, I have to. Between Infinity and Secret Wars, he did a damn good job. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, any other new uh, stuff? The only other uh, news thing that I saw was there is going to be a Booster Gold movie, and it is not, I repeat, not going to be a part of uh, the DC Extended Movie Universe, which I we'll see. don't get. I hope enough fans are like, why? Why? Put that in. It's gonna. It would be great to have someone like Booster Gold as a part of, you know, the other things. I, you know, I... Yeah. Warner Brothers executives need to stop making decisions and just leave look it to, to Jeff, Jeff Johns. Johns and just be like, just, just go, just so, go. So I, I think that's the thing. Marvel has their own like committee. Kevin. Committee not anymore. Kevin. Well, not Kevin's anymore. it. Yeah. Basically, like their their group. Uh, you know, Marvel runs their movies, not Disney. So. Yeah. Well, they created an umbrella. It's the Marvel yeah, division right. under Disney, Whereas in the DC movies are created by Warner Brothers, yeah. not the DC. Yeah, so, like, correct. if Warner yeah. Brothers says, oh, that doesn't go, then, you know, they don't want that. Yeah. And I think well, it, it, the, they, it needs to shift. DC's shifted towards something like that with putting, uh, I believe, yeah. the other guys, John is, Berg and Jeff Johns, into, you know, the the the, the lead role yeah, of right. that. It's, so we're going to see more of that, but I think right now it's just, like, Stop letting the Figure suits make. Yeah, stop letting the suits make the decisions, and let let Johnsonberg sort all that. I, out. I think it's a great set. Yeah, guys, they'll make you tons of money. Yeah, <laughs> they will. Listen to the geeks. Listen to them. They will make uh, you tons of money. Uh, another piece I saw actually was just uh, Ghost Rider stills from the new season. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that, that too. They, they, he's definitely the yeah Robbie Robbie because he got even the the he's jacket, the jacket which yeah, and the gloves. Looks, yeah, it looks so good. it looks cool. I can't wait for the season to start. Uh, yeah, I still need to catch up on really, season three, but yeah. Eh, there's some highlights, but I'm, I'm actually excited to see more of the somebody like you know Ghost Rider, an show actual up in that show. big character, yeah, come. a big yeah. character, yeah. not 
secondary in humans, humans yeah. which yeah. are cool. Which I yeah. liked. Yeah. I did like how they did J- Daisy Johnson, but yeah, just yeah. And if you guys want to read that book, uh, it's all new Ghost Rider Engines of Vengeance. We have them in stock at the shop now. It takes place in Palmdale, it, right? with and we Does are really? going to be yeah, no, yeah. It, it, uh, yeah. I don't know, super <laughs> villain meth lords or something. <laughs> I don't, but um, yeah, we've got them in stock. We are going to be reviewing that book uh, the same week that Agents of Shields premiere. Yeah. So awesome. pretty okay, soon. Cool. Yeah, cool. Um, I just realized we skipped over doing previews. No, so we, we should probably do previews. I was going to say, can we do a Nightwing book? Because issue four came out this week, and I wanted to read that. <laughs> uh, yes. I want to read Nightwing. It's good. I know. I Actually, two weeks. Two, two weeks? weeks? Cool. Two weeks? Two weeks. I'll be on for just to review Nightwing, man. You <laughs> <laughs> cherry picker. I'm the producer. I can do what I want. You can chime um, in. Um, okay, so let, let's let's go ahead and run down our list of upcoming comics for next week. And I know uh, Matt keeps pointing. <laughs> the you're talking mic. over here. I'm sorry. Everything <laughs> else is on my side here. Um, uh, for Marvel Comics, we have uh, we've got the list of Civil War two tie-ins and miniseries up front. Uh, A Force number nine, um, which is a tie-in. Uh, Civil War two, Amazing Spider-Man number four of four. Civil War. Two Gods of War four of four Civil War two Ulysses number two of three oh Ulysses isn't that's what this is about though that's yeah like human, yeah okay yeah yeah so they had a little trilogy that of issues for interesting. him interesting yeah mm. Mockingbird number seven uh, Rocket Raccoon and Groot number nine Spider Man mm. number Wait, eight how's Rocket and Groot a tie in I don't uh, know. The be a one, there will be you're a the one that told yeah. me the Guardians <laughs> they, came well, in well they were at the end of that issue yeah we read. yeah I don't know anyways yeah Bendis <laughs> um. Uh, Spider-Man 2099 number 15. That book's good. Is it good? Yeah, I read the last run of it and I read the first couple issues of this new whatever it is, relaunch now. Peter David's killing it. He he created the character, so. Oh, he's a great yeah. writer. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I didn't really know that, so yeah. he returned to his own character. Yeah, when back, what was it, the all-new Marvel Now? Or Marvel, whatever it was. One, yeah. Whenever they went into their third movie. Yeah, it was he, they brought it back and he jumped on it. Jeez, okay. Yeah, he's good. Um, after that, Uncanny Avengers number 14 and Uncanny Inhumans number 13. That's going to do it for the Civil War II tie-ins and miniseries. After that, there's the all-new Inhumans number 11. And then we're reviewing all new X Men number thirteen by Dennis Hopeless and Mark Bagley. Yeah, hmm. so it's gonna be a pretty book. Yeah. yeah, I read the first two issues. Um, it was fine. Wasn't this is great. the book that yeah. Ramos was on, right? Or is he on Extraordinary? It was, he was on all new X Men with Bendis. Okay. Wasn't wait no no he's on Extraordinary. He's Extraordinary. on Extraordinary. Who was on Bendis? Oh, that was a Monin. Yeah, I'm getting them all mixed up. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> is anybody current on this particular run of the X Men? No. no. Like no. I said, I read the first couple issues. It was great. I mean, it wasn't well, it wasn't great, but it was above good, but below great. It was like in that, like, oh man, this is almost really good, but not okay. quite. So, okay, okay. But yeah. it's the one with um, Jean Grey. No, that's extraordinary. Yeah. I don't know. We're gonna find it's out. It's with um, <laughs> X twenty three, Cyclops, Beast, Angel, and the real Cyclops, like Scott, or like young are we Scott, talking young oh, Scott? Oh, I'm so sick and of teenagers. Kid Apocalypse is in it. Oh, uh, okay. Jeez. Oh my god. No. <laughs> it's. <sighs> I'm, I'm not feeling Mark Bagley's current work. Uh, I haven't seen anything he's done mm. for a while. So. I, I I haven't. I think his last best work was that uh, Ultimate Spider-Man run. I I just Probably. haven't liked any. Till Marquis yeah. took over. <laughs> Sarah Pacelli. After mm. that, Black Panther number six, Deadpool number eighteen. 
Gwenpool number six, Old Man Logan number eleven, Scarlet Witch number ten, and then the Star Wars Force Awakens adaptation number four of six is finally out again. Which it seems are they going like bi monthly? It feels like it's a long time between those adaptations. No, this this one got delayed a little bit. Did it? It, oh, okay. it, sh- it should finish up pretty quick. After okay. This. Okay. Um, then for DC Comics, we have Action Comics nine thirty or nine thirty six. Momentary dyslexia nine sixty three. Excuse me. It's over nine thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we have All Star Batman number two is finally coming out. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, well, I gave it three. What th- yeah. the, two and a half, three stars, something yeah. like that last time. Yeah. I, I'm actually really excited to read this book. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not excited. I just gave it like three to four. I gave it up. I think I, I don't it know. Three and a half. So you're like, I'm so excited for the twist. Oh my God, there's something with Alfred, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that was that not was, me. Uh, somebody said that. Man, that, that, was Blaine. that was Blaine. That was probably Blaine. <laughs> it was because that was Gentleman about Ghost. Gentleman Ghost, yeah. Uh, Gentleman Ghost, yeah. But no, because this supposedly this is the issue uh, that Snyder tweeted out. There's like going to be a 10 page action sequence oh, with sick. or 10 page or 10 panel. I can't remember. That's still good. Uh, either yeah, way. either way. <laughs> I think it's 10 pages. Um, action sequence with. Like six villains on a train that Batman's with fighting. Batman. So yeah, it's no, like the them. actual scene from his original Batman number one with all the villains on the cover. Yeah. It's like that actually <laughs> yeah. happening. Yeah. So I'm kind of stoked for that. Mm. Um, I want to see how Ramita, you know, does that. Jr. Jr. Yeah, Jr. Jr. No, not good. <laughs> Calm down, <laughs> son. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey number two is out. Dark Knight three, the Master Race. Number one director's cut. Yeah, so it's basically That's like confusing. Um, <laughs> uh, this is yeah. this is one of those things where they include like the, the raw pencils, right? right? Yeah, it's right. the, the script. It's yeah. the raw pencils yeah. and inks and just part of the script. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I have maybe. When one. did this series start? In October, right? Well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's only like the reason six, right? the reason that it's been delayed is because yeah. freaking Frank Miller is intent on doing those little backup <laughs> mini comics. And those take a while, uh, which is like for him. Know, it's like eight pages, and <coughs> yeah, and a delay. They've gone to a bi-monthly schedule. Yeah, not, they not, said they're hoping to have the complete set out by December. So holidays. Yeah, well, it was supposed a fourteenth-month series a couple weeks ago, and it did. So I'm not holding. I, I think it's probably going to be February. Uh, oh my by god! The time it's they're pulling Secret Wars. That's it. It's yeah. <laughs> no, it's Frank freaking Miller. That's yeah, I'm not, I'm not. He doesn't need to write comics anymore. Have, yeah, uh, no, he needs to stop. Just yeah. let Azarello <laughs> carry the weight. It's been better without him. Yeah, that book is is. It's, it's good. so good. It's mm. so good, but it's good because I don't think Miller really was involved a whole heck of a lot no. with the plot. I, I think it's just his name that just brings all. Yeah, yeah. well, it's the people. universe, that little pocket universe that he created yeah. that Azarello's playing. And he and probably he's doing a better job than Frank Plot Miller. Points. He's yeah. like, here, we want to do this, this, and this. Go. Well, you can tell, reading it with the first issue, you can say, you know, this is definitely Frank Miller's world, but. This yeah. is not Frank Miller mm-hmm. writing it. No, the no. pacing. You said it everything. best. Frank Miller tells his story with a two by four. Yeah, yeah. He he, hmm. he needs to retire. I mean, he's looking older than Stan Lee sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's up so. there too. Well, no, he's only like fifty or sixty, isn't he? Frank Miller? No, mm. I think he's probably he like is late sixties, maybe seventy. I but know, anyway, yeah. he looks older good than Stanley. Good book. I don't understand why they're doing a director. Stanley's in his nineties. I think it's. I think it's because of the delays. Yeah. yeah, I think it, they're they're putting it's, out there to appease the fans, give them something. That's that's probably a good point. That's a really good point because it it's tough to be excited about a book when you have to wait four months for each issue. Um, anyway, all that aside, uh, after that we have the DC Comics Bombshells number seventeen, Deathstroke number two, Detective Comics nine forty, and then we're reviewing 
Doom Patrol number one. Kind of sad that Blaine's missing this episode. Because well, yeah. he the was the most Blaine. I know you were the most excited about it. I love Jared Way, but what is the Doom Patrol? What? Or who? I don't know this book. Matt. I don't know this I don't book. Read Matthew, whatever your middle name is, Lubick. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Matt what Producer is wrong Lubin. with you? <laughs> I don't know DC. I'm a Marvel oh, guy. That's, I'm yeah. sorry. You know but what? I love that's, Jared that's, Way. So. See, yeah. I'm a DC guy, and I hate Gerard Way. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know what, what Doom Patrol is either. Doom but Patrol is like the oddest, weirdest collection of kind of heroes. Like the yeah. Howling Commandos on Marvel? But uh, but not that weird. Yeah, name, <laughs> not that weird. Not that weird. Bring it name. back a little bit. Bring okay. it back. Yeah, dial it cool. down a bit. But Are you sure you well. like some Marvel? Because <laughs> it's. <laughs> but we're reviewing it. We're so. reviewing it. You're gonna get a good dose of it. Grant Moore. Basically, Grant Moore. It was a. Wasn't it a Vertigo title? Because it was a mature book, right? It was darker than. Or was it standard DC? No, it was eighties, right? I, oh, okay. You're Blaine, going way back before. Blaine, Blaine where are you? you? <laughs> Comment, please. <laughs> I, I didn't start reading DC until New 52, oh, so you're dang. on your own. Really? Dang. Wow. Because yeah, I remember reading like the original Grant. Well, I think it was Grant Morrison. Mostly. Uh, graphic novel of, of Doom Patrol, but it's been a while. I'm talking early 2000s. Yeah. So, so I'm, we'll I'm excited to see if Way captures the voice that. He's a good writer, man. I like his music. <laughs> I'm a guitar teacher and I have to teach and I hate it. Oh, so, what are you teaching <laughs> I get a lot of I get a can lot of Can you teach of, me Black Parade, please? Can you teach me Helena? Can you teach why me is, like, can you can you tell me though why is there like a burrito on the cover or a chalupa or something? I don't I don't I understand. No Chimichanga. The, is it, <laughs> no. I, I have no about. clue. You're talking about the Doom Patrol cover, right? Yeah. I do not know. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So also the the art on that is Nick Darrington because we mentioned the writer we should mention the artist. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to check that out. I I I want to see if Jardway can make me like him in some way that you know <laughs> that isn't his band. Yeah, that he where he's not being a total hipster. Um, after that we have Earth. To <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. After that we have Earth to Society number sixteen. Sorry, Matt. That's not a, that's not an attack on you. Trust me. Um, Flash number six. This is. Anybody, you guys are reading the Flash. Nope. Right? I love the Flash. I read trades. <laughs> just, what I want you to do from now on, Matt, is wear a shirt that just says "I read trades." Hi, Matt. So, I read trades. So that's a uh, uh, Joshua Williamson yes. uh, from Nailbiter and Birthright. And, and I, which art? Do we know which artist is going to be on this one? Is this Gouge or is this um, D. Carmine D. John Domenico? Yeah, I have no idea. Because either one of the, I mean, either one of those dudes is good yeah, for me. Yeah, because they've been doing a good job. I, I, I love the art. I love the the. The, the take that he has with Barry and how he's building this crazy powerful speedster godspeed that he's going to have to fight so mm-hmm. um, I really yeah. dig it uh, then we have Green Lanterns number 6 woo, woo. And then, can't wait to read and that then, book oh. dude Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps also woo, woo. yeah number 4 is coming out and um, I read to read both those books yeah, yeah I, I'm that the, the Green Lantern universe right now is being yeah. I'm not, I'm not well. a DC guy, but I love Green Lantern. Yeah, he's so cool. It, yeah. You're gonna dig all these trades when they come yeah. out. So oh. I could interrupt for one second. Yep. I think the cover of Doom Patrol number one. I think that's a gyro. Ooh, is it? I believe it is. so. Is that how you say it? Gyro. Yeah, gyro. Gyro. I don't know, man. Gyro. Gyro. Tried it. <laughs> it does look like a. a Euro. Doesn't it though? Kind of because it's got that flatbread kind of look. Yeah, it's yeah. Like Greek. But either like way, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. Now I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> Maybe some chorizo. Yeah. Uh, why we got to go, go back there? Um, that was an inside joke. Uh, Injustice Gods Among Us, year five, number 17. New Superman, number three, which that series has been really good. Uh, like, a, like we said before, everything with an S from DC has been great. Uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws, number two. 
Scooby Apocalypse number five, Suicide Squad number two, Superwoman number two. We're getting, we're finally going to find out what happened after the end of that cliffhanger. I can't wait. Me too. Done. I mean, first, uh-huh. one of the strongest first issues in of any of the rebirth issues, yeah. and I, I love it. I can't wait. I, and really, for me, it's just about does it live up to the first issue? Yeah, you know that. that that's a good point because there's a lot of pressure now on Jimenez to deliver yeah. in that second issue, and because I. I really liked the tone, and yeah. his art was great. Yeah, I, ha- I have no reason to believe it won't. So yeah, can't wait. Uh, then we have Teen Titans twenty four after that, which I'm just pretty much killing time for that run to end, so I can start the new Teen <laughs> Titans run. Um, and they pulled a Marvel right there, like going into the next relaunch. <laughs> oh, God. Um, then we have Wonder Woman number six, and that's going to do it for DC. And the last Frank Cho variant cover. Oh. A whole lot of sadness. Oh, that's right, because Greg Rucka kind of chased him off. Yeah. Now, and you know, the up, know the upside is that we have uh, Jenny Friesen. Friesen, Friesen. Uh, she did uh, Angel and Buffy oh, covers. Oh, she kind of has that, like, realistic. Super realistic, but kind of, I don't know. Painted almost? Ethereal. Yeah. yeah. Painted. She's good. Really good, yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited good. to see how she does Diana then. Yeah. I hate that they Frank chased off Frank Cho, but yeah. um, Jenny Friesen is is an amazing artist, so she'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, for the indie comics list, we got Adventure Time number fifty six, Birthright number nineteen, which is a great series. I've mentioned that before. Black Monday Murders has their second oh, printing man. of number one coming out, and number two is out next week. I'm stoked for that book. Yeah. Oh I, god. I, I yeah. can't even imagine what that trade will look like. Oh, my <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be like a like a massive. <laughs> it's gonna be a tome. It's gonna yeah. be this one I, water I, I don't think right. I can handle another Jonathan Hickman story, honestly. <laughs> god. I'm so looking forward to that one. It's dark and blue. <laughs> as it was I was dude, like dude it was so hard it not to pick that book to review I know, it's man. like I want to I want to talk about this book every week <laughs> did you, and did you notice on all the solicits they're they're all four ninety nine and they're thick uh, apparently which like, means they're it's like 60 be pages though. yeah meaty, so, like, yeah big so, meaty books with he's full put, of content yeah, he's yeah. putting out some serious story he yeah. had to have been working on this for a while yeah. like I said I don't think I can handle another one <laughs> yeah. he probably started the idea right after he was done with the script for Secret Wars yeah he had to have yeah. But I'm I'm so looking forward to that one. Uh, th- hey, Black Science number twenty four is coming out boop, next boop, week. Boop. So, which for the single issue, I don't care. I just nope. want it to trade. be a trade. <laughs> it makes so much more sense reading it in trades. That so. for that that really yeah. is a comic that does make a lot more sense yep. in trades. Huh. Um, after that, we're gonna be reviewing next week for our indie comics. The f- is it fix or the fix? Fix. fix. I think it's fix. fix. Fix number five by Nick Spencer and Steve. Liber? Lieber? Lieber. Well, it's actually probably the fix, but yeah, Liber. I'm excited um, because I want to see if I like anything other than Morning Glories by Nick Spencer. Yeah. Sam. This book has been crazy popular. I mean, the first three, four issues have gone to multiple printings. Number one is like up to its fifth printing. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. I've seen, I've, I mean, I mean, I know we've bagged them up and I've yeah. seen them come in, but I just, I was like, eh. It's not Morning Glories. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> Where's my Morning Glories, Nick Spencer? I mean, oh, come on. I, I like Nick Spencer, just not For a lot Morning of Glories. I, I, but see, here's the thing. When I fir- when Roger first turned me on to that book, I was like, holy crap, I have to read it. Because when, when I get into something, I go and find all the things that that writer does. <laughs> and and granted, sometimes you're disappointed with some, because, you know, these guys, it's their job, and you're not always going to have A-plus all the time. And then you have some guys that are superhuman, and it seems like they can't write a bad story. Mm-hmm. I thought Nick Spencer was going to be that guy for me mm. because of how into 
the just the weirdness of Morning Glories. So it's I read. Lost. Do you like Lost? That's what Morning Glories. Here's the thing. Is. <laughs> I, I never got into Lost. I've mm. seen like two episodes. Mm. That's Lost. It's yeah, Lost that's from kids. So okay, it, well, yeah, and that's and that's how you kind of pitched it school. to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Runaways meets Lost. Yeah, and so I I went on to to kind of check out his other stuff. I read a little bit of Bedlam. I read some of his Marvel stuff, and nah. I just nothing nah. did it for me. I was like, why? Why, why am I not liking this? The fascinating thing about this, too, one of the reasons that I picked this book is that if you haven't gotten on board with it, that's fine. Fix number five comes out next week. It's the end of the first story arc. Image is also shipping volume one next week. Oh, Freaking A. Wow. So that's if, how you do it. If you if The minute you finish up a story arc, the trade should be out yeah, like immediately. Right. Within the next week. Yeah. We'll review it. But it's it. the same week, right? It's the same yeah, week. The same week. <laughs> same week. It'll be on the shelves on Wednesday. That, that, that's so good marketing right you there. Can, yeah. I mean, if it was me... I would buy the final issue and the trade just to have it all at once. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would do that. I would never. No, if you can. Yeah, if, you know, if, I, if it was listen, something I liked. Listen to our review. You know, yeah, Wednesday night, week. Thursday morning. And if it's if it's solid, you can come in and, and pick up the whole first story. I might just read all of it. Yeah, 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 me too. yeah. I, I might just do that. Okay, so after that, we have Jughead number nine, Kong of Skull Island number three, Letter forty four number twenty seven. Charles Soule Chug. getting near the end of his run here on this. It's got to be getting pretty close. I know he's mentioned that it's 30-something issues that he's ending it. Matt, do you know if he's doing what? four volumes oh, on that? What? Letter 44. <laughs> uh, six volumes. Is it six, six volumes? Yeah. Oh, so he's... Uh, five each. Six each. Is I think he just parts? tweeted about it the other day. I think yeah. he's doing six volumes, and that was the story he's planned. That's where it's going to end. Yeah, I That's remember seeing that. Yeah. I, just, I thought it was. I thought he was nearing the end a lot sooner. Three volumes are out. This is volume four. He's okay, doing so he's got, two more, and then that's it. That's so, all he's okay. doing. A little yeah. over 12 so like issues. 12 issues of basically. Great story, okay. yeah. too. Great story. Hmm. We'll, re- um, we'll review that one day. Power Rangers. Is it just Power Rangers Pink, or is it Power Rangers Pink Ranger? Pink number three. Pink number three is coming out. Uh, Powerpuff Girls, the 2016, I guess, relaunch, whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, number three is out. Prometheus Life and Death, number four. Is so- that the alien? Prometheus yeah. Alien? Okay. Yeah, yeah the alien sure. universe. Yeah. I've heard it's good. Blaine, yeah. Blaine actually, Movie I think. great. Yeah, Blaine told me mm. that it was really good. I think, hey, hey, hey. if I didn't, Blaine, text me. <laughs> um, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, number 286. SpongeBob Comics, number 60. Spread, number 16. That's going to do it for all of the indie comics. We're going to go ahead and shift into some new graphic novels that are coming out. First up is Avatar, The Last Airbender, volume 13. Uh, yeah, it's basically the new... The start of a new big giant volume. Uh, I'm not. I haven't read uh, the previous volume, but it's it's great stuff. I believe do, it's still Gene uh, Yang. Do but, all these uh, issues? I believe they take place between the first and second seasons, right? Because season three is when Zuko comes. N- uh, uh, no, huh? this huh? takes place after the the series ends. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. that's cool. That's so if even you want more any context on that. Yeah, because I know some of the volumes take place when they're still on their mission yeah and i'm yeah. not sure and then the the name of the graphic novel is north south part one yes uh, i'm yeah. excited cool um after that as we mentioned we have the fixed trade paperback volume one coming out uh harley quinn trade paperback volume four a call to arms and then we have a harley quinn hardcover oh, volume so five yeah. oh, so much harley quinn coming yeah. out because uh, Suicide Squad did well. Uh, the Joker's Last Laugh, that's Volume 5, hardcover. And then we have the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers trade paperback, <gasps> Volume 1. That comes out next week? Yeah. Finally. Yes. <laughs> Matt can catch up. Uh, then we have the One Punch Man uh, graphic novel, Volume 8, Ma- manga, right? Can you yep. pull that for me, by the way? Yes. Okay. <laughs> then after that, there's Walking Dead All Out War artist edition hardcover that right. should be pretty roof, yeah. awesome there was some gnarly stuff in all out war so i want to see that blown up see and, just the pencils yeah just the pencils i think that'd be killer um 
Wonder Woman Trade Paperback Volume 8 Twist of Fate and then the Wonder Woman Hardcover Volume 9 Resurrection and that's going to do it for all of our new graphic novels as always this is not the complete list if you want that you have to go to horizoncomics.com click on the new releases tab and you'll get a, a look at everything that's coming out the next week and then just a little note here on my uh, sheet next week we're going to be reviewing Kingdom Come by Mark Wade and Alex Ross if you have not read that it's not a long read. I've it's never read it. Oh, oh, don't go into it. I just want to put that out there, dude. You gotta read it. You, uh, um, yeah. It, no, it's, I'm good. It's four parts. No, I'll probably read it. That's it's, okay. And it's, it's Alex Ross, man. It's uh, it's probably one of the I'm quintessential. Not a big Alex Ross, man. I think he's good, but I, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not big on Look, his sequential art. Look, me neither. <laughs> but that story, he. he I'm sure it's it's perfect. Great. I got to read it eventually. It's, it's perfect. Cool. Um, anyway, so that's gonna do it for everything. So if you guys are interested in in, in that, you can you can pick that up. Um, shout outs. Uh, first, uh, shout out to Mike Monahan. Uh, I hadn't seen him in a few weeks. Uh, I hadn't talked to him about the podcast. He came in uh, last week and and said, "Dude, I've been listening to your podcast and it's awesome." And I was like, "Cool, sweet, <laughs> thank you very much." Um, he you. loved it. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. We appreciate it, and, and you know, to everybody else that comes in and yeah. talks to me about it thank very you much so much so. and then we had two itunes reviews um one from a ben dupay i hope i'm saying the last name right if that is indeed your last name and not just a username uh left us a five-star review said a lot of positive thank things thank you thank you so much ben and then larry douglas finally delivered larry, larry thank you for all the positive stuff you said you rock yeah, thanks larry great. Anybody else have any cool shout-outs um, that they came across? There's no questions this week. No questions, Where, where can yeah. they go to uh, do that? Yes. Ask us questions, people. Uh, Facebook.com slash Horizon Comics. Uh, at the top should be um, a post, pin post. Pin post. Yeah. To ask questions. So leave a comment. A ask me something. Come on. <laughs> I dare you guys to ask me something. I ask know, any of us I know, anything. I know anything about Marvel. We need stuff Marvel. to talk about if we're going to go longer, guys. you got to do your part, too. <laughs> yeah. I know anything from Marvel, from like House of M to <coughs> the new relaunch. Yeah. Ask me a question. We know you're all <laughs> listening, but you guys are just not participating. We need more questions. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so yeah, uh, if you're going on Facebook to ask questions, you might as well just like the Horizon Comics page while you're there. You can also follow... At Horizon. Uh, at Horizon Comics on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at St. Jonathan on Twitter and Instagram as well. And you can follow me at the Johnny 2 x 4 Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, everywhere, basically. Thank you guys so much Wait, for... I'm what? getting there. Oh, that's right. I have to do mine. I forgot. <laughs> I'm not used to you always talking in this part. Go ahead. Um, the Hydra 55 PSN Twitter Instagram hit me up. Thank you very much for letting I, me put that in. <laughs> I'm used to you doing it when you do the lightning rounds. Yeah, know, so like fun. I thought it yeah, was already that, done. Hey, new Destiny expansion hit me up on Ooh, PSN. Yeah. See, I wish I I should probably just buy a PSN so I can or PS so I can play yeah. you with that. Yeah, man. I'm down. Your, anyway, your username is a lost reference, which is great. It is. Is it a lost reference? I thought yeah. it was a Hydra. It's the Hydra. Like, he also has this is the Hydra from Lost. Oh, you really are into that. I love Lost. Yeah. My I, lost is I really need to watch. Hey, that. ask yeah. me a question on about Lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, now we're now we're getting crazy. Um, all right, guys. As always, you know, thank you for for supporting this podcast. If you like the content that you hear, you can you know please like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Um, that helps us out a lot. If you want to go above and beyond, you can go to patreoncom comics podcast and donate we have plenty of tiers with all kinds of cool perks and prizes that you guys can pick up once again that's patreon.com slash all-star comics podcast that's gonna do it for our first ever super long episode that we're only gonna be doing once a week don't be looking for us on sunday morning because we won't be there or if, if you need that just 
pause just it. pause it <laughs> and come back Sunday and you know imagine that we're having you know coffee and yeah, talking breakfast comics. with you on Sunday Blaine so. we miss you we're looking forward to when you come back see you guys next week and we'll see you next week peace Bye guys.